You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. I am Dustin Rhodes, executive producer of the Mully and Haw Show. Mully and Haw live on 670 The Score, of course, your place for all Cubs baseball. We're on the air from 5.30 until 10, Monday through Friday. You can catch me 5 to 5.30 by myself. little warm-up act, if you will. And as always, I'm joined by my buddy Crawley. Crawley, how are you on this fine Monday, Election Eve? Well, I'm doing better than the Nick Castellanos fan club right now. Um, <laughs> you know, really important, don't forget to subscribe, download, and review to the Fly the W podcast. That way you get the episodes as they come out. And don't forget to follow us on all our socials, Fly the W670 on Twitter and Instagram, and Fly the W on Facebook. And Dustin, Saturday night marked the end of the 2022 baseball season. Yeah, it didn't exactly go the way at least I was hoping and then you were hoping, but uh, it, it is over. The uh, Astros are winners, uh, won it in six games. And uh, let's uh, let's walk everybody through the uh, Valdez-Wheeler matchup. Yeah, great pitchers duel between Framber Valdez and Zach Wheeler um, until the sixth inning when who, who would have thought it? Kyle Schwarber once again hits a 2-2 sinker on the inside corner into the right field stands for his third home run of the World Series, and six of the postseason to make it one nothing Phillies. And Dustin, at that moment, I, Crowley, I thought, <laughs> oh, my gosh, if this if this holds up and this is what forces a seventh game, this guy is the king. And and, and you called MVP earlier uh, before the season started, and that's the first thing I thought of when I was watching that. I'm like, if this goes to a seven, Schwarber's got to be in the conversation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he had a, he ended up with 11 total bases. Unfortunately, uh, it didn't last long. In the bottom of the six, the wheels come off, pun intended. Um, <laughs> Martin Maldonado, who I think they said had like a broken hand and a hernia, uh, sports hernia and everything. was. We just found all this out. Batting 207, he gets hit by a pitch. So that starts out the inning. Altuve grounds into a force out. Maldonado out at second. But now you got the speedy Altuve at first instead of the slow plodding Maldonado. Jeremy Pena, what a series that kid had. Singles, he's got runners at the corner, one out. Jose Alvarado comes into the game. Now, you remember Jose Alvarado. Game four, he ended up doing awful. He comes in and against Jordan Alvarez. Say what you will, the guy's only in 192 in the postseason, but he crushed a three-run homer, 450 feet over the batter's eye to make it 3-1 to one Astros. Houston would tack on one more run in the inning on a Christian Valdez single to make it four to one. But get this, all three of Jordan Alvarez's home runs this postseason came while the Astros were trailing in the sixth inning or later and put them ahead. Probably was in the MVP conversation as well because of that stack, Crowley. Absolutely outrageous. 
Top of the eighth, two out, Dustin, a one-two count. You and I both love Kyle Schwarber. Think he's a great guy, smart baseball guy. But he tries to bunt on a one and two count in the eighth after he just hit a home run in the sixth. What I was going on there? Was, I gotta think that was ordered up. I mean, why in the world would he try that? I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to figure this out here because that was about the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. I, <laughs> I understand. I, I'm not completely a hundred percent anti-bunt, but literally in that situation, I. I you follow you're you follow that off like exactly like he did and you're out. Right. And it's four to one. It's not like it's a one run game. It's four right. to one at this point. Right. It, it made it literally made no sense. I, I don't know what he was thinking. And then the top of the ninth, Ryan Presley, uh, he does give up a single, but Nick Castellanos, who just had an awful, awful season, it just felt right that he flied out to right field and the Houston Astros win the World Series. Talking oh, about now you said you said po, you mean postseason. Castellanos had a brutal postseason. I think his season in general was a disappointment. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he was. I would say that he wasn't well received in Philadelphia. He started out really slow. He did okay, um, but but just in general, just did not have the kind of season he was looking for. And uh, the postseason was just beyond brutal. He hit just 197 in 16 postseason games without a home run and was three for 20 in the World Series with just one RBI. And, you know, you can put this on Philly's manager. I mean, he, he wouldn't move him. You know, he's right, right behind Bryce Harper, so Bryce has no protection. Zero. Zero protection. Yep. So, you know, you, you can sit there and, and, and second-guess things, but it just, I don't know, you know, you know, credit to Houston's pitching staff. And when I, when I picked the Astros in five, you know, it was based on the pitching. That's really what I, I just – you know, what do they say? Pitching Trump's hitting most of the time. And, and Houston, I mean, between Verlander, I mean, he wasn't that great, but Framber Valdez and Christian Javier, you have a bullpen full of power arms. Their staff, Houston staff, passed a, posted a 229 ERA in the postseason. They held the Phillies to a 163 average. With Valdez leading the way in game six, he just allowed one run over the six innings. But the Astros won all four of his postseason starts. But Dustin, the one thing you and I talked about in the last podcast, the old Buck Showalter, the old check out there. I would have went out there and have TSA fondle him right in front of God and everybody. I was watching and watching, and I still, now I'm thinking, you know what I mean? Like every little thing he does, I'm like, is that something? Is that something? Right. I, I, I would have had him checked. I don't care. It, it's after three innings, I would have had him checked yep. easily. Yep, absolutely. I wish uh, the Phillies manager had listened to the podcast, Crowley. Seriously, he needs to subscribe. <laughs> um, but what about Jeremy Pena? I mean, they let Carlos Correa walk, and this kid, all of a sudden, just the World Series MVP. Okay, he went two for five in game six, 10 for 25, 400 with a home run in the series. He became just the third rookie to be named a World Series MVP. He was also the ALCS MVP versus the Yankees. He hit a home run in the 18th inning to advance the Astros past the Mariners in the ALDS. He is the ninth player in history to win the championship series MVP and the world series MVP in the same year. Yeah, he was awfully good and not a, you know, it was easy, I guess, decision for the Astros to let uh, Carlos Correa out of there when you had somebody like this in the wings. Yeah. And they, and they, and give them credit, give both of them credit, give Houston credit for recognizing that and give the kid credit you know i mean it's one thing to do it in the minor leagues and it's one thing to do it in the afl we've been talking about the afl 
But I mean, this guy did it in the, in the, in the brightest lights on the biggest stage and it never shook him, not for one second. And so Dusty Baker finally gets his world series. The oldest manager at 73 to win a world series. Do you know who was previously the oldest manager? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yes, unfortunately. Jack McKeenan of Jack. The yep. 2003 Marlins, uh, who outcoached Dusty. And I have been taking abuse. And you know what? I'm good with it. I'm fine. I will not change my stance. I'm sorry. I don't like think Dusty Baker is the awesomest guy in the world. And like I said in the last podcast, I think him leaving Verlander in in game one and him leaving McCullers in in game three was poor managerial decisions. Okay, and so his pitchers were able to get him out of that, and and El Tuve came around, and the defense was great. But no, I'm not going to forget how, how how when Mark Pryor had a collision with Giles, he let him continue pitching when he had like a separated shoulder, or how he had Pryor pitching 120, 130 innings multiple times in September, uh, or or do you, does anyone remember 2004? Do you remember how that team fell apart and how? That you had players calling up to the press box to cuss out Steve Stone and Chip Carey or getting into fights with those guys on the charter plane, right? And then Dusty couldn't handle a Steve Stone post-game interview. And so Steve Stone loses his job, a Cubs institution, because of Dusty Baker and his inability to control his players. I'm sorry, man. He blasted Cub fans plenty of times. I remember he made a big he made it seem like we were the reason the Bartman thing happened and he had nothing to do with that, which was absolutely not true. He's just he's just taken himself out of the equation. He was just as much at fault on that. Um, I don't like him. I'm sorry. And and it just I just didn't I, I always felt like it was oh, us against the world mentality all the time. It just got old, it got stale, and it was never his fault. Uh, yeah, you cannot bat Nafi Perez second for an entire season of a contention window. Uh, how about, it, to me, I remember, too, every time he lost, he had the kid on the lap, and every time he won, the kid wasn't around. I don't know. Right. You know, what, a little, whatever. A little, a little protection, right? Right. Protection. I, I, didn't, I didn't like him. I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry, not sorry. And now I have another reason to get mad, Dustin. Another reason. Yeah, I hear you. The one thing I, and I, I usually don't like to disagree with you, and I don't in the big picture. The one thing where he's going to get credit on a national scale, if you will, is the fact when he took that job, that franchise was in an absolute dumpster fire. The GM was out. The manager was out. Everybody in baseball hated him. Even their own fans weren't real proud to be wearing Astros gear at that time. Now, they still had a really good roster but they were known as cheaters and they got killed deservedly. So on the road, but dusty was able to keep it together, keep everything insular, if you will. And uh, did a really nice job from that standpoint. I don't know how much credit he deserves for winning the world series, but I do think he deserves credit for keeping that organization on the path, considering all the things that were going against him. Not that they weren't earned or deserved, but facts are facts. And, and you know what? That us versus the world mentality, he fit in perfectly with that. 
Yep. So yeah. that, that fits in perfect with that. That's his calling card almost, yep. But now, Dusty is back on my my bat, my angry list. <laughs> and he's not going to walk away. He, he's right? bad. He, said, nope. he said, I got one. Now I may as well get two. But not only that, we find we find out that Dusty screwed the Cubs again one more time. Once again, if you believe the uh, Jeff Passan article, right? Yeah, and so according to Jeff Passan, the Cubs had a trade partner with Houston for Contreras. Okay, so the Cubs would acquire right-handed starting pitcher Jose Urquindy, uh, who has three years of team control remaining past 2022. GM likes the deal, but it doesn't come to fruition. Why? Dusty Baker. So apparently Dusty Baker, they had some sort of agreement that he had veto rights and apparently that's what he did. He didn't want Wilson there. He thought that Wilson, you know, because it was his last year, only cared about his numbers and he wanted a team uh, first approach. And that's why they picked up Christian Vasquez from the uh, Red Sox. Yeah. So, so supposedly, I don't want to take Dusty off of it altogether. Also, the owner supposedly was against the move. So it was the owner and Dusty that went against the general manager. Right. And so that that is going to be very, very interesting to see how uh, Orkidi ends up working out in the next three years if he's a stud. Oh Dusty, yeah, of course. D- yeah, we're going to keep our. We're going now. All of a sudden, I'm interested when he starts. Right after the after the rumor. Right. And so this is Dusty Baker's quote. Much as I like Wilson Contreras, Rikidi was one of our best pitchers then. I needed a guy that wasn't going to complain about not playing every day. And this is his free agent year. See, that's tough. When you trade a player for in his free agent year, everyone's about numbers and stuff, and I can't blame them, no doubt. But that's not what we needed. Dude. I added the dude because that's what I figured he said. But, um, <laughs> you know. Now, did he have his, did, when he was quoted, did he have the gloves on and did he have the wristbands on? I think he had the wristbands, and of course he had the toothpick. So yeah, the uh, toothpick, okay. Yeah. You know, it, whatever, man. All I know is if 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 if, if Rikidi becomes just this phenomenal pitcher, and Dusty prohibits me from enjoying another Cubs World Series, I'm just uh, I'm done. <laughs> He's on the list.